Good morning, this is Pastor Bulgren, and I am looking so forward to spending a few moments with you this morning in our time of devotions. It is my prayer that you are enduring and that the Spirit of God is keeping you and that when this is all said and done, you will have a testimony of great victory. Our Bibles tell us in Matthew 24, verse 37, But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and given in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark. Verse 39 says, And knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. On Sunday, December 26, 2004, one of the most horrific events took place in history. It was called the Indian Ocean Earthquake, which then created a now-labeled Asian Tsunami. The earthquake triggered a series of devastating tsunamis along the coasts of most land masses bordering the Indian Ocean. The loss of life was enormous. Over 230,000 people in 14 countries were instantly killed. It was one of the deadliest natural disasters in recorded history. It was a magnitude 9.2 earthquake and it caused the entire planet to vibrate as much as one centimeter or 0.4 inches. It triggered other earthquakes as far away as Alaska. The energy released on the earth's surface was estimated at a level of 26.3 megatons of TNT. Bring that into perspective. In other words, this energy is equivalent to over 1,502 times that of the Hiroshima atomic bomb. The earthquake generated a seismic oscillation of the Earth's surface of up to 8 to 12 inches, equivalent to the effect of the tidal forces caused by the sun and the moon naturally. The shock waves of the earthquake were felt across the planet as far away as the United States and in the state of Oklahoma. Despite a delay of up to several hours between the earthquake and the impact of the tsunami, nearly all the victims were taken completely by surprise. There were no tsunami warnings systems in place in the Indian Ocean to detect the tsunamis or at least the general populace living around the ocean. Such a waste of life and so much loss could have been avoided had there been a warning system. But unfortunately, they were caught unprepared. Why worry? Why be concerned? Why spend the time and the effort to invest in a warning system when nothing had ever happened like that before? Because they assumed that it would never happen, they failed to prepare. They were caught by the worst tsunami in history, and nearly a quarter million lives ended in an instant. How can this happen? It can be said that they were caught in what's known as a normalcy bias. The normalcy bias is the term used to describe a mental state of people when facing a potential disaster. It causes people to underestimate both the possibility of a disaster occurring and its possible effects. 
This often results in situations where people fail to adequately prepare for a disaster. You see, the tragic assumption that is made in the case of the normalcy bias is that since a disaster or something cataclysmic has never occurred, that it never will occur. People that are blanketed and their mindset is with a normalcy bias also tend to interpret warnings in a more casual way, which makes light or lessens the threat of a more serious situation. Let me break it down a little bit. My prayer is that not one person listening today is caught off guard or unprepared when the rapture takes place or you breathe your last breath in this old world. That you are not affected by the normalcy bias when it comes to the word of God or biblical prophecy coming to pass. That you have seen the warning signs of the soon coming of the Lord and have not ignored them or just passed things off as coincidence. That you've made yourself ready if today should be the last day. That you have prepared just in case this would be the moment. Hopefully you are considering your soul and what if today could be that day. Matthew 25 verse 13 says, watch therefore. In other words, be alert, pay attention. There should be alarm systems in our spirits. For you know neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man cometh. That's true. But the Bible says, just as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be when the Lord returns. Just listen to what the Bible says about the days of Noah. It had never rained before. The dew had watered the ground, but yet he preached it was going to rain. The world is going to be flooded was the message. And life as we know it is going to stop. But they just laughed at him and scoffed at him. He became a pain and a disruption. He became very unpolitically correct. The people grew skeptical and cynical and unbelieving. It's never rained before, Noah. What are you talking about? We're fine. You see, the normalcy bias refers to a mental state of people. It causes people to underestimate both the possibility of a disaster occurring and its possible effects. And this often results in situations where people fail to adequately prepare. And they made the tragic assumption that since there has never been, that it never will. So they made light of Noah's warnings. It just won't happen. No need to change. No need to listen. No need to repent. I'll just do it some other day. They were living everyday life. No fear of a flood. No concern for what Noah was preaching. No care for their souls. It was just something so far away and distant. They just didn't believe the man of God's warnings until it started to rain. And once it started to rain, it was too late. Unfortunately, we now see the same mindset upon so many. Ladies and gentlemen, the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ is not a myth. It is not a fable. It's not a storybook concept coming of the Lord is real and we must be ready at all times. It has been called glory land, the holy city, the new Jerusalem, Beulah land, paradise, the promised land in heaven. 
we can only imagine its beauty and its splendor. Paul wrote to the church in Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. But as is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. The Bible speaks of a day that is coming, but looking to that day is not supposed to create fear in those that are ready. Let me say it again. This shouldn't be a downer when we talk about the coming of the Lord. This shouldn't bring about depression or discouragement. As a matter of fact, the message of the rapture is not a sorrowful message. It is not a sad message or a depressing thought. But rather, we are told of a different story entirely in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 16. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Then it says finally in verse 18, wherefore comfort one another with these words. Comfort one another. That's right. When you hear of the rapture, and let me just say it, much conversation currently about end times prophecy being fulfilled for sure. But don't allow that message to discourage you, but rather it's a message of hope and a message of joy, encouragement, and finally, comfort. What makes that all possible is simply being right with God and ready for His appearing. But if you're not, if you are not ready, it should be a reason for great concern. Hear me this morning, life is short, but eternity is forever. Our choices now will decide our future, eternal destination. That's why we must obey Acts chapter 2 verse 38 message. That's why we must daily live for God, live a godly life and a holy life, a separated life. Not only is being a Christian the greatest life a person can ever live, but the thoughts of the end times and prophecy being fulfilled should snuff out all fear and provide us with great hope and great comfort. Are you ready? Are you ready today? What needs to be repented of? Who do you need to make things right with? Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? Have you been baptized in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins? If so, then rejoice. Lift up your head. Sing a song and do a dance. Jesus is coming soon. If not, then today is going to be a day very soon. May God bless you. I love you. And if I don't see you before we can gather to back, back in church and the rapture decides to take place while we're separated, we will be gathered together. And I'll see you then. May God bless you. I love you. We'll see you soon.